Today on the channel, we're gonna talk about subject two. What is a subject two creative finance deal? Let's break it down. All right guys, before we get into today's video, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you get notified of our weekly videos. And today we're gonna break down subject two, creative finance, all of that good stuff. So a subject two, very simply put, is where a buyer takes over a seller's existing mortgage. So they purchase the property and they leave that existing loan in place. So they're buying the property subject to the existing mortgage. So in this scenario, they're not refinancing. They are not assuming the loan. That loan actually stays in place. And when they buy the house, they're transferring ownership, but that loan is still under that seller's name. Now, a subject to can be a great exit strategy. It can be uh, incredible for a seller that has little to no equity. So there's benefits and there's, of course, risks when you're doing this type of deal. So we talk about this in our education of determining different exit strategies based on the seller's situation. And of course, like anything else, there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. Unfortunately, this is not regulated. So there are a lot of people that get taken advantage of. But if you do it the right way, it can be great for both parties. So let's talk about the benefits and then we'll talk about the risks. So the benefits, of course, is for the buyer, they're going into an existing loan that's already been paid down um, that has that they don't have to incur all of the new costs, right? So when you purchase a new loan, you are, you know, you pay a lot of the interest, the points, everything up front, which means that you have to buy the house at a lower cost to offset. So you can pay more if you're purchasing a subject two that has a higher balance. So a subject two is a great exit strategy for sellers that have two to 3% interest rates, especially in a market where you have six to seven. This can also be great for a not even just an investor, but a traditional buyer that would do a subject two versus getting a traditional loan because now maybe they can pay what the seller actually needs versus getting a new loan at seven, 8% and having to pay way less. So that in itself is a win-win for both the seller and the buyer. It also is a great strategy for investors that want cash flow deals, right? So if you have a loan that is two to three percent, you can pay close to market value if it still cash flows for a rental. So great strategy. Now, how do you do it? How do you facilitate it? So there's a lot of different ways that you can facilitate a subject to. The best way is to go through title and to still go through that process. Don't try and do it yourself. Don't type up a contract yourself. Like go through title, make sure the title is clear because the risk of doing subject to for a buyer is that you're taking, that you're taking ownership of the house, right? You're buying it. It's deeded over to you and you're subject to the existent mortgage, but that also means that everything else has to be taken care of as well. So let's just say this existing mortgage is 200,000, which makes total sense for you to buy, and you didn't pull a title, and then you finally, you own the house, and you go to resell it one day, and you find out, oh, there's actually a tax lien for 30,000, there's actually judgments against the property, and you have all of these other things that have to be addressed on title this is not really a good deal anymore. So you have to do your due diligence to make sure that this is the only loan to address. There's a lot of different ways to structure the subject to, to be creative. Uh, Pace Morby, this is his whole brand. So definitely follow him, he's fantastic. I uh, love him and he talks about all the different ways that he does it creatively. But one thing you need to consider when someone is 
behind on their mortgage because of course, you know, relating to pre-foreclosures is that the one thing that will kill the deal or that will make a subject to not make sense is the reinstatement. And this is where I see a lot of people that, you know, come to us and they're like, no, you know, this, they, the seller only has 2% interest. I'm like, yeah, but the reinstatement's $60,000. That reinstatement, the amount that's past due that has to become current in order for you to take over that mortgage, that has to be paid. Otherwise it goes into foreclosure. So remember all of those fees have to be factored in for it to make sense to be a good deal. Now let's talk about the risks. Obviously with the way I explained it, it could be a huge risk and liability for the seller because they are selling the house or selling the rights to the house, but they're still legally liable for that loan. So if there's not a servicing company in place, that's making sure that the loan is getting paid. If the investor wholesales it to some random person, and now they're taking over and they could care less and they end up defaulting all the liability and the foreclosure goes on that seller. So it's very, very important that if you do, if you are an investor and you are taking over um, and you are doing a subject to, if you do wholesale it, it's somebody that you know, that you make sure that, that it's enforced, like just ethically, right? Like we want to make sure that these people don't get screwed over because, you know, someone decided not to pay. So there's a lot of clauses that can protect sellers from that, but there's also a lot of people that get taken advantage of because they're just in a desperate situation. And the way that it's explained to them is it's no longer my problem signing over the house, take it over. And it's not until years later that they realize like I ended up getting foreclosed on because you know, the person defaulted or something else happened as a result. Now I could keep going. There's a lot of other options. You can do an owner finance, you can do a wrap, um, you know, around the existing mortgage and then resell it. I actually break that down in our education because this gets extremely granular. Like I want to give you guys the definition. I want you guys to understand the concepts, but also understand that just by me telling you this, you know that there's so many details to it that it has to be done correctly. So if you want to get into subject two, if you want to do creative finance, highly, highly recommend you get training on it. You partner up, you know, reach out to us. If you want to go through our training, reach out to pace pace as a whole community, like make sure that you know what you're doing. So you don't put the seller into a worse situation. If you want to learn more about all the exit strategies and um, how to work with these type of sellers, you can go to our free class. Uh, we have a one hour class that's coming up. I'll put the links in the description and I'll see you guys next time.